0: Hello all you Geological listeners, and welcome to our first ever Geological Book Review. This is Oren Kiviti, a British acupuncturist specialising in Japanese acupuncture methods and living in Taiwan. It's my pleasure to talk to you today about a remarkable modern classic that you may not have heard of, or maybe you thought wasn't for you. It's called Finding Effective Acupuncture Points by Denmai Shudo, and was published in 2003. Denmai Shudo, and I'm saying his name the Western way round, not the Japanese way, is one of the contemporary masters of Keiraku Chirio, Meridian Therapy, a modern five-element style of Japanese acupuncture. This book explores branch treatment, the treatment of symptoms with points he has found effective in his long and distinguished career. The book's structure is simple. A preliminary chapter to discuss the nature of acupuncture points and the different ways of locating and palpating them then a long section on the points themselves. There's a concluding chapter on treatment with an interesting take on the arrival of Qi and finally, an index of diseases. So you can look things up like cough or hemorrhoids and see what he suggests to do. Lung 6 in both cases. Shudo's point location style is rooted in the Japanese concept of the alive point, different in location from textbook anatomical descriptions. He says... When qi stagnates, the point becomes depressed or protrudes. Qi, which is invisible, is thus transformed into a quality that can be palpated and distinguished. He lists different characteristics that identify points as alive and various ways of palpating for them. He also says palpation on yang and yin channels should be different. As yang channels tend towards excess and yin channels tend towards deficiency, he mainly presses on the yang And strokes on the yin. The alive point is the location that elicits the best possible reaction to treatment. It might not be so close to its textbook location and it can only be located by skillful palpation. Shudo says it takes effort and ingenuity to find it. What's more, if the point isn't alive, don't use it.
1: Hello everyone, Anne Cecil Sturman here. It's at anceselsturman.com forward slash sinews twenty twenty four. Click on the jump to free teaching button or see the link on my Instagram page at Anne Cecil Sturman. Thanks, Michael. Back to you.
0: Shudo's writing style is personal, warm, and he's quite amusing to read. For example, he reminds us that the acupuncture points came first, and the point location textbooks came second. It's better to learn points from the body than from books. The book's main section is a discussion on points. Not every point in the canon, just those he frequently uses in clinical practice. He grades them from 1 to 3 stars, a bit like a chilli rating in a spicy restaurant. You get to read the anatomical location, taken from several sources, and then his procedural tips on finding them and his experience of their feel and characteristics. This is followed by indications in a commentary, sometimes long, sometimes brief. Some locations are quite different to the ones we're used to in the West. For example, Qimen, liver 14, Kimon, is located beneath the ribcage, not in the 6th intercostal space, and Lichue, lung 7, Riketsu, is directly proximal to Taiyuan, lung 9, Taiyen, between the artery and the styloid process. Yup! Shudo gives Western point numbers, Chinese and Japanese point names. Contemporary TCM textbooks use a herbalized perspective to describe point actions. You know the kind of thing, bladder 23 tonifies the kidneys and benefits the essence. For someone used to this perspective, Shudo's indications for his favorite points might seem rather meager. For example, he only writes 11 words for the indications for spleen 6, notably menstrual pain. Is the commentary on Spleen 6 where he gets interesting, providing the classical origins for its contraindications in pregnancy, and his contrasting advice for needling it in pregnancy to relieve sciatica. It's not the point you needle that's important, he says, it's how you needle it. In other words, be gentle and you won't disrupt the chi. Points are grouped by area rather than by channel, emphasising the structural, channel-based perspective that infuses his approach even to psychological problems. This is typical of the emphasis in Japanese acupuncture generally on the channels, not the organs. For example, the section on points on the back and hip contains an interesting discussion on stress and worry. This affects people with yin constitutions structurally, causing indurations and tenderness from bladder 13 to bladder 20 on the left. These reactions can eventually cause chest pain. This is a fascinating section to read. There's useful information here on the use of direct moxa on points from GV12 to GV8 for
2: anxiety, irritability, and insomnia. In recent years, the Sa'am acupuncture style has generated significant interest and a loyal and growing following. 2024 to save 10% off Unico needles at www.bluepoppy.com. You'll be glad you did.
0: Palpation in this area can be used to assess your patient's level of stress. Palpation at Fei Shu Bladder 13, Hai Yu, can be used to differentiate bursitis of the shoulder from arthritis. The intrascapular area is super important for treating upper limb problems, including Gao Shu bladder 43, Kokoyu for techno-stress, or computer work causing pain in the hands. The final chapter details some of Shudo's needling techniques, both shallow and deep. He describes facilitating the arrival of Qi by twirling a very thin needle at a depth of 0.5 millimetres. That's interesting. Most of us would say it's not possible to move qi at that depth or that shallowness. More interesting still is that the whole passage is devoted to what shudo feels when the qi arrives, not what the patient feels. This is the opposite of what I was taught in China and yet more faithful to the classical references about the arrival of qi. It is telling that the title of this book is not Effective Acupuncture Points, but Finding Effective Acupuncture Points. It encourages the reader to think about acupuncture points as distinctive entities that take immense skill to locate. Shudo writes in a very human and open style, which is a pleasure to read. He says, Some points appear right on the surface as if to say, Come and needle me here! Others are hiding next to a tendon or a bone, while still others seem to be holding their breath deep inside the body. It's an intimate read, as if he's there chatting away with you. And he's not afraid to make personal disclosures about his own medical history or about mistakes he's made in practice, and this quickly won my respect and trust. This open and reflective style of writing models humility, and he closes the book with an explicit challenge to all of us to apply ourselves fully to our learning and practice. Acupuncture, he says, is a profession in which we use a thin piece of wire in an attempt to cure conditions which do not respond to medicines. Without a doubt, this is an extremely challenging profession, so it requires a continual refinement of technique. This is an excellent book, which can be read on many levels and used in different ways. If you want to understand the feeling of an effective acupuncture point, as well as new uses for points you already know well, this book will not only open your eyes,
2: but your fingers and palpatory awareness as well. Thanks as always for listening.